Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents Pit Row with your host Ralph, where we will review the upcoming NASCAR weekend's races and go over the last weekend's races, what happened, what we saw on the tracks, and build towards DFS picks. Let's jump into our latest episode. Welcome back, race fans. This is Pit Row. We're going to talk about some NASCAR Spring Cup Series action. That's what we do around here. Very quickly, before we dive into last week's uh, action at the uh, Irish Hills, Michigan Irish Hills, and then look forward to the Indy race course race this weekend, this is where you can find us, www.tigerbombsae.com. That is the Tiger Bomb website. Every podcast for Tiger Bomb has a page at that website. So if you want to listen to Pit Row there, you can click on the Pit Row page. You can watch it there too. Watch the YouTube channel there as well. If you want to find us on YouTube, if you want to find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Twitter, uh, Facebook, or I'm sorry, X, not Twitter, iHeartRadio, Apple, anywhere you want to search for us, Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment, we will come up. You can do the appropriate thing, like, subscribe, whatever. Get it on so that you can follow every week. And this is what we do. Try to translate what we see on the racetrack into maybe some winnings on DraftKings, FanDuel, something like that. Hasn't really been happening lately, but we're really building towards just like a strategy that we know we can repeat and win because that's what we do in baseball. That's what we do in football. One baseball this week took 25 cents, turned it into $50 in one contest overnight. This is the idea for these pot for these NASCAR races too. Winning right now in baseball. So we're going to talk NASCAR so we can get back to watching that. But that's the idea if you want to follow and keep going on, or if you want to check out any of the other podcasts, that's what you're looking for. Anything at all like uh, true crime, you may want to check out that podcast as well. So what happened is what we have. All right. Now, as far as last week goes, let's take a look back at the Michigan Irish Hills, the Firekeepers Casino 400, because we're down to the nitty gritty, right? That was the fourth race to go before the end of the year, before the playoffs. And so we actually had some drama last week. Rain had us delayed to begin with. So it was already understood that there was going to be a competition caution at the lap 20. So we go green under these auspices. But a uh, tough day on Sunday to get it going. Fell on the outside. Pole winner to start. Chastain up front inside. Uh, big push to Chastain. Sends him out front. So the early order becomes Chastain, Bell, Truex, Boucher, Gibbs, Logano, Elliott, and Bryron. Eight on the spin, though. That's Kyle Busch. He got into the 12. Lap 17. We were due for the caution anyway. Terrible break for Kyle. Sometimes he races it so hard that he really loses early or he just wrecks the car early. We've seen this a couple of times between this year and last year. I'm not saying he's like doing this on purpose or that he's like being reckless, but it's like his will to win is so strong that we have seen this repetitively from him. And if it were not for these DNFs, he'd be in such a higher playoff positioning, although he's already in anyway. That was lap 17. 11 cars stayed out under the caution. So we go green again with the order becoming Truex, Gibbs, Boucher, Wallace, Blaney, Elliott, Reddick, Suarez, Brad K, Chastain. Now Harvick trying to find something in the middle there. Five loose in the corner. That's Larson. Lap 31 in the stage now. 15 to go in stage. Caution. Chase Elliott brings the caution out. Right rear spins him around. 
So restart with six to go in this stage one. Now the order becomes Truex, Wallace now, Gibbs, Ty Gibbs, Brad K, Kozlowski, Suarez, Larson, Bowman, LaJoy. Truex takes the stage while the 24 of Byron hits the wall hard. He was running ninth. If if he if Truex hadn't taken the stage, Byron was going to bring out the caution. He hit it hard. He's slow now. Uh, he was loose as all hell getting into the turn. So we'll get a restart now for stage two. And Eric Jones, aggressive here on the restart. But we get an early caution right away. Josh Berry gets a ton of damage. He was running 16th at the time. A little tap from Corey LaJoy, but he did have a bit of a wiggle even before that. So that just you know made the issue worse. The guys who stayed out at the end of stage one for those points are further back now. So we go restart with the order being Bowman, Jones, Bell, Reddick, Hamlin, Priest now, Blaney, Almendinger, Cindric, and Dylan. Chastain on the bottom, trying to make some passes. Truex gaining. He moves the 12. He, he moves, uh, I'm sorry, he moves up 12 spots before Larson comes down to block him. He's trying to ride low and pick up spots. Larson finally cuts that off. So Byron's day is completely done, we find out at this point. Tough break for him. Ahead in points, obviously going to make the playoffs. It's not paramount, but you want some nice momentum going into the playoffs. They do not have that right now. So we go green again. <clears throat> And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, at this point, Christopher Bell, oh, I'm, that's why we go caution. Christopher Bell is spinning in turn one. That brings out the caution at that point. So uh, spins on his own. He was racing Bowman, trying to take the line away, and Bowman held his own. The 20 was all over the track. These drivers seem to run into trouble side by side big time today. So that was the theme of the race at least on Sunday. And I think it continued on Monday too. Green again now. Eric Jones uh, continuing to run well here. So the order is Reddick, Bowman, Larson, Truex, Cendrick, Jones, Dylan, Brad K, Wallace, and Hamlin. Rain is moving in. There's the caution for precipitation. And we finally go red. So Monday, as we continue. And the thing about Sunday was there about 25 laps from it being an official race. But at the same time, you want to keep it safe. So they did the right thing. Let's bring it back out on Monday. I know it's, you know, nobody likes that. The crowd is like, whatever, but you got to keep it safe, right? You can't have these guys out there almost breaking 200 miles an hour and it's getting slippery and wet. And so good call to not try to run it up any closer. And NASCAR just said, you know, we'll we'll get it all in on Monday. So green again on Monday. Orders Truex, Cendric, Jones, Wallace, Brad K. Bubba goes low, three wide, and takes the lead. Brad K will try that. Wallace still out front. Hamlin running lower line now also. Now it's Wallace, Truex, Brad K, Cendric, Jones, Boucher, Suarez, Hamlin. These guys out front want to ride out there, want to ride out their stage. You've seen the um you see some of them like saving a little bit of fuel and the and the you know, bunch of the cars really have calmed down here a little bit. A lot of guys seem to be invested in the long run is what my notes said at that point. So you see a lot of the aggressiveness from the from the Sprint Cup Series really dialed down at this point in the race because, you know, based on these pit stops, guys are thinking, okay, we can do this on one stop per stage. So we're doing a little cat and mouse. Caution, the 41 got into the wall, right? Rear is down. Priest did not get into the fence at all. Second right rear, tire fail of the day, and that would become a theme. Denny Hamlin's car stalls on pit road. He can't get it going again. They'll have to push him. They were going to have to push him. Sorry, he got it. He came 
in running fifth off that pit stop from the caution, and he'll be out last. Um, a few stayed out, so they'll be at him too, obviously, but Bubba going to be in the front now. And we go green again. So Suarez clears Wallace through turn three. To, through turn three, excuse me, y'all. Good restart for Bowman. 12 to go in stage two now. So Suarez, Wallace, Brad K, Bowman, Logano, Almendinger, Zendrick, Chastain, Austin Dillon had a tire issue on the restart. Right side tire. Suarez trying hard to hold off Truex for the stage win, but Truex is too fast. He had just come in for a pit at like lap 110, 114 or something like that. So he rode out to the end of the stage and won the stage. Um, I mean, at this point I was right. He could leave the stage, but ended up, you know, he's too good. He ran him down and the 99 looked frozen. This would happen at the end of stage two, obviously hoping not to make a mistake that could cost him another spot or worse. So the 99 just looked a little froze, but the 19 runs it high, then drops it back down low, like a pro and Suarez can't block it for nothing. Y'all. That's the first two stages for the 19, who was a wizard, man. Uh, so so Truex again through two on two days. That's the first two stages. Hamlin, 12th for the restart. Uh, Harvick up front now. Here comes Harvick. And we go green, and we get a caution right away. Bowman, he spun around. Right rear is down. The 38 squeezes him. The two put McDowell into his teammate. The 14 smacks into Bowman. Little little bit of uh, damage there. So we restart with 67 laps to go. Reddick is clear. Top line is where it's at. Truex is moving, though. Here comes the order. Boucher, Reddick, Blaney, Harvick, Truex, Sendrick, Almirola now. Hit window is open now. 42 laps to go. The 17 and the 45 come through first through pit road. They'll have longer stops for more fuel to stretch to the end. Reddick loses another right rear. He has to bring it back in. This would be the thing that would kill his day. He had just gotten the lead off pit row. Literally just come off pit row with the lead. So that sucks for him. Trouble getting the tire uh, off now on pit road. More damage than just the wheel. I think there was like a lug missing or something. I mean, it was just bad. He's cursing on the radio. I know you're upset, but sometimes these guys seem to... I don't know. if the, I don't want to say overreact because I've never been in their position. But I guess when you are driving all day and you know every second counts everything counts i feel like sometimes drivers make mistakes but they be on it when when these crew guys really mess it up and yeah he, he chewed them out he gave everybody an earful on that one so you know it's story of the year for them is they've had these incredibly nice stretches but these mistakes will continue to haunt him so could be in a much different place right now obviously is what I mean to say, if they were making less mistakes. And this is as of late. A little better to start the year, a little sloppier at this point. 41 to go now, and here comes Truex to pit. He needs a quick pit. Can take less gas. He really wants to try to get out there with you know and catch Boucher. They'll take four tires, so he isn't loose. Nice stop, 9.8 seconds. That's good. So he's trying to catch the 17 uh, or at least close the gap a little bit in that sequence. 17 had to hold off the 19 without any help. Uh, he had the 45 there before. That was Reddick. So this is what we're setting up now is 17 knows that when the 19 comes back, he doesn't have help. 
the 45 and him were using each other before to propel away from Truex. And so that won't be the case with Reddick having his issues with the tire, him starting much further back in the field. And he was a quick car too, but he ain't going to be helped right now. So Cindric's team has an awful pit. 34 to go now. Brad K out front. Suarez, Gibbs, Larson, Jones, Logano, Bell, Wallace, LaJoy now. Boucher leading all the cars that can make it through without a stop. He's 16th, 28 to go, 24 to go. Brad K cycles off, two tires and fuel. He's trying to quickly get back out there. Austin Hill blocking the 17. Gonna, um, gonna mess some stuff up for Truex now. The 17 finally, or I'm sorry, gonna catch him up for Truex now is what I mean to say. Austin Hill gonna catch the 17 up for Truex. So the 17 finally gets around Austin Hill. That's good. 22 to go. The 19 is on his tail, though. The 17 driving into, into the corners. Holding off the 19, doing a really good job. Truex is stalking, though. He won't let it go. He's been good in the cat's bird seat. Here he comes again. Austin Dillon limping it around. Still in first. He'll need to pit still. But besides him, there's these guys. And there he goes. He's in the pit. 16 laps to go now. Truex has no choice but to search out the high ground. Because of the way the 17 is blocking down low, he's going to run down there to the end of the race, and Truex knows it at this point. Cendrick still inside the top 10. He's Here's Truex. He's making his move now, guys. He's coming. He slips by the low slide. Side drafting now. The 19 got loose. He wiggled a little bit. He got loose. He lofted, he lofted into the throttle, and Boucher is gone, man. He uh, took off after that side-by-side. So the 19 gets uh, – have to see if he can get close again. And if he does, what's the 17 going to do with him? But we know what the 17 was going to do. What he did right there, put him door to door, down low, and watch him wiggle. That's exactly what happened. The 17 crew doing a really good job at this point in the race. 11 to go. Orders, Boucher, Truex, Hamlin, Brad K, Larson, Harvick, Chastain, Blaney, Suarez, Cendric, Gibbs, and McDowell are less than four points apart in the playoff standing they're racing each other Gilliland comes to pit he's got uh an issue no caution we're still green and here he comes Truex is charging he's gonna make that his Custer's last stand can he make the pass five to go he's still trying Truex lying in wait final lap here's the move he can't get the pass Boucher goes back to back Truex second Hamlin third that's nine in a row for Michigan uh for Ford at Michigan a fantastic race for them. The Toyotas didn't do so bad themselves, but Truex was stalking at the end. Boucher with masterful driving. Uh, Richard Petty said this week, we're seeing the the birth of, you know, Chris Boucher, the emergence of Chris Boucher. Come on strong in the last two races. Uh, so we'll have to see where his career goes from here. But, man, his trajectory is high. Uh, you know Brad K would have loved to win on that home track, but, man, it's great to see RFK get it. Nonetheless, two weeks back to back, and he'll be searching for a third now as we head to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course for the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. This is the road course, baby. It's a 2.439 mile track. The cup purse is just over nine million, so they're going to get paid for this one, y'all. Race distance, 82 laps. That's 199.998 miles. That's stage breaks at 15, 35, and 82. Most recent winner, of course, would be Tyler Reddick, summer of 2022. Okay, we've got a lot to kind of consider for this race, more than I think so many others this year. 
Seven drivers. This is the third race, first of all. Uh, thir- third to last race before the playoffs. Seven drivers who sit below the playoff elimination line have strong road course resumes. First, this is going to be the first of two consecutive road course races. We go to Watkins Glen after this. Yes, that means that somebody who is not in right now has a very good, has a pretty good chance of getting in, winning themselves in over the next two weeks. Now, there are a couple of guys that can clinch on via points. Kevin Harvick would clinch with 44 points on Sunday. Brad Kozlowski just needs 54 points to clinch on Sunday. Now, there's a longer list of guys that could clinch a playoff spot with an actual win. They need the win, but the W would do it. Of those guys, you have Kevin Harvick and Brad Kozlowski who could both so they have two ways. Now, the rest of these guys need the W. Bubba Wallace, Ty Gibbs, Michael McDowell, Daniel Suarez, A.J. Almendinger, Alex Bowman, Austin Sendrick, Chase Elliott, Justin Haley, Alec Almarola, Ryan Priest, Corey LaJoy, Todd Gilliland, Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, Harrison Burton, Chase Briscoe, Ty Dillon. All these guys are still playoff viable if you could just get the win. Then I'll obviously be harder uh, said than done over the next two weeks. Chase Elliott, who himself is a seven-time road course winner, is somebody you may want to think about. You also can place your thoughts on A.J. Allmendinger. He won in 2021 at the Indy Road Course. And Michael McDowell, who leads all drivers in points earned on road courses since NASCAR switched to the next-gen car. These are people you want to work into your lineups especially as they try to make the playoffs. Daniel Suarez ranks fifth in laps run in the top five on road course races this year, and he is just outside of a playoff spot. Alex Bowman, a two-time road course runner-up. He's in play. Uh, Austin Sendrick, one of the drivers to finish in the top 10 in both Indy road course races. So you've got to be thinking about him for salary-saving purposes. And you've got Justin Haley, the runner-up at Chicago. Tough road course there. Reddick himself has won at Circuit of Americas earlier this year, and he had the highest total of fastest laps run on road courses in 2023 if we just look at green flag-only laps. So Reddick can be fast. As we've said, though, in the last segment, it's about the mistakes with that team. So can they limit them, but maybe get some exposure? Chris Boucher, uh, you know, hot, white white hot, back-to-back winner, longest active streak, only 28 times in uh, NASCAR has there been a three, like somebody won three races back-to-back. So if he could do that, puts him in an elite group. Eight straight top tens in road course races. So Boucher has a shot to do it. I wouldn't say he doesn't. He's got 20 to 1 odds. Kyle Busch, top five in the last four road course races. But again, can he can he finish? We don't need the DMF, DNF. And of course, Martin Truex Jr., who just announced he'll be back next year. So that's great news. He has the second most laps run in the top five at road course races this year, 135. And so that's nothing to sniff at. We need those to win on DraftKings, those laps Led that counts for points. Kyle Larson, he has four road course 
uh, wins, which is among the active leaders. And so, you know, he's going to be itching to do some damage on Sunday. So another thing, as we talk about even uh, Hendricks here, this one thing I got to mention, William Byron's 24, they failed Friday's pre-race inspection at the Indianapolis road course. They failed it three times, actually. So they won't be allowed to participate in Saturday's qualifying session. And then they even had to serve a pass-through penalty on pit road after completing the opening lap during Sunday's race. So stiff penalties for them not having their house in order today. Again, Byron's got a playoff spot, but momentum is a is the thing, man, and they don't have much of it at this point. Brody Kostecki, the Australian driver, 18-1 odds, baby. If you want to take a chance on him, there's going to be a lot of foreign guys running this road course race. More international drivers want to come do this. They've expressed a uh, willingness, a desire in the past, and for several reasons, never line up. But lately, this past couple of years, it does seem to line up more and more. The exposure, the cross-contamination, especially with Camaro running in Le Mans. I think it was, uh, uh, I want to say it was RCR. I might be wrong on that, but point is we're getting cross-contamination and so that's going to continue big time for this road course race on sunday shane van gisbergen svg will be back off the heels of his chicago victory looking to make it two out of two nascar sprint cup series races he hails from new zealand but don't forget jensen button from the uk is going to be here as well and you also have kamui Kabayashi, who's coming from Japan, he's going to be the first Japanese driver to drive Toyota in the Sprint Cup Series race. Toyota and 2311 doing a great deal. He seems excited, really excited about his Mike, about his Jordans. He's you know excited to meet MJ. That's crossover appeal right there. That marketing, that strategy brand, bringing a winner to 2311. He's been tried and true in Toyotas over his road course racing, and he's got extensive series. Um, experience in several styles of race. So not to be taken lightly, has been around. He's been hanging out, uh, you know, hung out in Chicago, was at meetings and briefing and learning the language and learning the cars. And he's been to North Carolina and he's been back and forth putting in the work so that this isn't too much of a shock. Now, the one thing with all these foreign drivers that we talk about is you got to realize that the physicality of NASCAR will be the most that they have ever experienced. This one race, you know, can yield the most physicality that these guys have had in their whole career by far. So what will you do when the fender starts flying? It will be the point. I don't think prep will be the issue, but of course you're driving in a different car, a heavier car that definitely plays into the turning and the wheel, all that. But I think that part they'll be okay with. It's the physicality. Let us not forget Mike Rockenfeller, who's gonna from Germany, who's gonna drive that Allegiant, the Allegiant car because there's been problems with Noah Gregson. Don't have to get into the social media stuff or whatever. But you sign a contract, you say I won't do this or you will do that. It's pretty straightforward. I believe he asked for his release. 
Hopefully he finds a better scenario for himself, a reborn type scenario, maybe down the road. But anywho, these foreigners are going to be contenders on Sunday. We've seen, you know, SVG come in cold and win a race. And so you can't say it can't be done. In addition to them, Almendinger is one of the only two drivers to finish in the top 10 in both Indy road races. In his last seven road course starts, he's been, uh, he's had five top 10 finishes. So this year he's, he's got a little more on the line at Indy because he's only 24 points below the eliminate elimination line. And so lots of race war for him, right guy, right time. You definitely want to get that exposure. Austin Sendrick, runner-up at the Indy last year, and he's just one of two drivers besides Almendinger, who owns two top tens in the first two races in the road course. So somebody to keep your eye on, as we stated before. McDowell's worst finish on a road course this season was 12th at Circus of America. So last season, McDowell finished eighth at Indy. He's chasing the playoff spot. Just re-signed. So that's great with front row. Uh, Ty Gibbs finished 17th in his first cup start on uh, on this Indy Road course, but he owns the he owns the top 10. I'm sorry, he owns top 10s in two of the three road course races this season. So mean to say he's quickly getting better. Haley, also somebody you may want to consider. He owns a top 10 finish on this Indy co- Road course. But he also ran well late in Chicago. We thought he might be, you know, winning that race. He's in the lead late until SVG took over. So those are some of the guys that you've got to consider. I don't think that there is a, a key group or a key person that you got to have and anchor everything around because there's so many different options. I would just say for DraftKings, I'm going to play like at least three, four, maybe five lineups and just try to attack it that way and get a little of everybody in. But I just feel very differently about even trying to go by team because it's road course racing. All these drivers don't have, you know, the same experience and the gaps are bigger in the, in the, you know, road racing. And so I don't feel like you necessarily need to have teammates, but you do want to pair up stronger drivers. Right. And so those foreign drivers on those, you know, lesser credentials and sprint cup series race wise, they're going to be cheaper. You want to pair them with your almondingers. You want to pair them with your higher end guys, even, Larson, these guys that we expect to do well, um, just try to match it up that way. And then you can even it out with, you know, a bunch of guys in the middle that are appropriately priced, right? 900, whatever, 800, 700. There's a lot of meat there. If you go high end and you balance it out with those foreigners on the low end, you got guys sub 700 that we talked about on this list. And so, you know, you want to take a stab at a Brody Kostecki. It's not going to cost you 7K. It's going to cost you 6,700 this week. So that's possible. And we know it's risky. So I would say, you know, one lineup with maybe just all the conventional, you know, NASCAR road favorites, right? And then you can kind of get a little more, you know, spectacular outside of that. Guys, that's what I got. to know is a lot this week, but we had a lot to get through and we did it. So enjoy the race on Sunday. If I had to put my eye on it, I mean, I, I don't think Boucher is going to win a third. I really want to see those foreign guys come in and do well. But Almendinger is standing out to me in a, in a very special way. I think Chase Elliott, too. Not the you know strongest odds or whatever. But if you ask me off the cuff, that's what I'll go with. All right, guys, enjoy the race. Stay safe over the weekend. We'll talk about it next weekend. Peace.
This has been Pit Row. If you enjoyed it, drive back through next week. We'll do it again. Another Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment production. Thank you.